welcome to episode 60, I believe, of Tafosi Time, your favorite Serie A podcast. Um, if you're watching, uh, we, we have two hosts that don't even show up anymore. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> My name's Chris. Uh, Frank, I don't even know what state he's in right now. Um, he might be joining us in the chat. And Pietro's having tech issues again, not surprising. <laughs> Uh, but I am joined by Dan. So Dan, say hi. Hello. Um, the dedication to this podcast is just, it's atrocious, it's I have a, to say. It's a little ridiculous. There's four of us, only two showed up. I'm surprised it's the producer's here, honestly. I'm surprised mm-hmm. he showed up. We're the only two that know what they're talking about anyway, so it doesn't matter. That is true. <laughs> All right, so um, first off, before we start, um, if you do like what you see, make sure you hit subscribe, like, comment in the chat. Um, if you're here live, we'll definitely respond and we'll talk to you. Uh, where do you want to start, Dan? Meal and Inter? Yeah, you got to start in therapy, right? Yeah, I guess so. This is the big game, the headlining game. Um, for those who didn't see it, 1-1 draw. Um, this game was weird. <laughs> that first half especially, it was just kind of like people – there's, there wasn't a lot of tactics in the first half, I felt like. It was just people kind of running forward and just trying to trying to yeah. go forward and just play the ball as quickly as, quick as possible up top and, and see what you can do. Yeah. And then, and then in the second half, there were tons of chances for both teams. Like, yeah. And, and it was either a to- of these teams could have won. <laughs> yeah. It, it was a totally different second half. Like the tactics came into play more, like especially, um, I mean, towards the end, I think Pioli's changes were better than um, – than Inzaghi's changes, like they had more of an impact. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, either team could could have won. I think you know, for the majority of the game, Inter I, I thought played better. They had more chances. Yeah. But that last 10, 15 minute, 10, 10, 15 minutes of the game, it was um, you know, it, it, Milan really looked like they, they were going to score. Yeah, I agree. Now on this, uh, Chanolu had a penalty shot in the eleventh minute. I don't think that was a foul. <laughs> yeah, so if you um, if you guys didn't see the play, uh, Kessier was kind of playing around with the ball in his own area. You know, he was going backwards, got pressured from both sides, got his legs tangled up with Chanonoglu, right, it was? Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. To me, it was just legs tangling up, and I wouldn't have called that if I was the referee. I mean, I know why he called it, but to me, that wasn't a penalty. I mean, I guess it's whatever, because if this was into, uh, Juventus and that was against us, we'd be pissed. But if it was for us, we would have been like, oh, cool, like penalty, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, I can – I understand why it was called, but I don't I don't agree that it should have been called. Yeah, no. Um, and then and he then, scores, Chonolo scores the, the penalty. Yes, yeah. so Lotaro kind of um, gave up, because he's usually their normal penalty kick taker. And, mm-hmm. and Chonolo, I guess, really wanted it, and he gave it to him. And he scored. You know, it was a decent shot. I mean, Tara Tushano, whatever his name is, um, he just stole the wrong way. But it wasn't like a shot in the corner or anything like that. No. Um, so there was that. Then, well, where is everyone, Poot says. There's no dedication, Poot, all right? Nobody nobody cares about the podcast besides Chris and I. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was, the, that was the first penalty kick. Uh, then, you know, Milan come back on an own goal. It was a Tonali cross and a free kick, right? Yeah. Were they, yeah. Were, they uh, thought, no, corner kick. It was a corner kick, sorry. Tonali um, corner kick, and it looked like it came off Tomori, but 
it didn't, and it went off the bry and it went into the own net. So you had a penalty shot and then an own goal um, happened to tie it up. Then, who, what was it? It was Balogore who played awful left oh, back. And a terrible foul. That was like, what, yeah. is, what are you doing? <laughs> it was funny. When I, when I saw it live, I was like, no, he got the ball. Like, I was just trying to convince myself that he got the <laughs> ball. <laughs> he definitely he didn't get anywhere near the ball. It was terrible defending. close. <laughs> no, he got, like, turned inside out. Like, it was just terrible um, positioning and all that. And it was a, it was a straight up. Uh, penalty shot and a yellow card, and Lotaro took that one, which which was a good shot and a ridiculous save. Yeah, that was like, a great shot. I, I can't fault Lotaro for that. I mean, I usually rag on him a lot uh, because I just don't like him. I don't. I think he's overrated. Yeah. Um, that was a beautiful shot, and that was an even better save. So uh, that, um, that save was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I don't know. As as like a fan of the rest of the league, is this tie good for everyone? Well, well, here's what you have to think though. Like, yeah, they both get one point, second and third place. Juventus got three points this week. They jumped two points up. You know, they gained two points on both those teams. So, yeah, and, yes. And, and we'll talk about Napoli, too, right? They gained points on them, too. Yeah, so. so you have to see that, like, yeah, one point for each of those teams, that works out for everyone else that was chasing them. Yeah, because so, I know when we were watching the game, Frankie texted us and was like, oh, it kind of would have been better if, like, Milan just would have won. So, you know, teams yeah. could catch up to Inter. But I feel like a tie is – Good yeah. for the league. So to just thinking about Frankie's perspective and his, his thought process. First of all, Frankie hates Inter. Yes. So yeah. he wants them to lose at all costs. And his thought was, hey, get Inter to drop out of the top four. You got to sneak into the fourth spot. That's his whole thought process behind it. But in reality, the 1-1 one, one tie, both teams drop points. Yes. And I see that as a positive for all, everyone who's chasing them. Yeah. I mean, it was a good game. Um, it was entertaining, especially the second half. But, you know. Um, I thought the whole game was entertaining. I mean, um, the second half, like I said, that the last 15 minutes, Milan really was coming on. Um, you know, Ibra had a, a free kick that got through the wall again, and it was yeah. a nice save by Andanovic. Really, the, the big play was the Salamakers um, post from, from the outside. He shot it, hit the post, and then that rebound, Kessier, you know, mishits the rebound, but he had a pretty open shot it. on that one, too. He beans it for sure. That was definitely an opportunity. Yeah, I mean, so he gave up the penalty shot. He he messed up the that shot. He didn't have his strongest um, strongest game. Um, on Inter's side, Martinez blew, I mean, the penalty shot. He blew a couple other chances. He, he could have scored two himself. Mm -hmm. um, now, I recall... Um, did Borelli get hurt? I don't know. I don't remember. I know there's a bunch of people in the Italy uh, squad now that are in question for the for the uh, qualifiers coming up this week. Oh, he, another thing I wanted to bring. How about Bastoni's run? Did you oh, yeah. Him? Yeah. That, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, the run and then the fake towards the sideline and he got the cross off. It was uh, – that's uh, Bastoni can do those things. He's He's got the offensive talent. Yeah. You know, and then they, they took him out and they put the Marco in, right? Yeah, who's another he's you a, know. a favorite of this show <laughs> he is a favorite of this show and you know what like i i don't like him that position personally like i want him in there for parasitch no um, yeah i'd rather see him on the wing for sure because yeah. he gets those crosses in and he's like you know yeah he he's, and the more he gets offensive uh chances the better yeah. um but but in the end a one one draw i mean like a, a, while i was watching this game I could have saw all three results happening. Yes. And mm -hmm. to, to have a draw come out, 
I'm okay with it. And, and draws haven't happened a lot lately in this um, matchup. The, um, I think that there's a first one in like the last six or something like that. Yeah. And Oh, look, uh, Pietro showed up. He's in the chat. So if whatever you want to chime in about this game, go ahead. We, we've broken it down a little bit. So if he's typing in chat just really quickly for some news and notes, uh, Barella did sign a new contract with Inter, right? $5 million a year net. Um, yes, I think they're looking. They're working on um, Lotaro's contract too. Yeah, till 2026. I don't know. I think Brozovic is still bitching. He wants his money. I don't know. The Brozovic has played pretty good this season. He can't he really complain. Playing. But he's not. I don't think he's worth the money that he's asking for. That's, that's, what I mean. that, that's then, the issue. But then it's like, are you just going to lose him for free? Right? Like, there's tons of teams that want him. So. No. Yeah. I mean, I think they would have to get something for him. Yeah. So. Um. Oh uh, yeah, so um, if you if you're looking at our slide over here, uh, Milan 32 points in the first 12 games. That's their basically their best start ever. I mean, in the three point era, that, that so they what are they 10 10 wins, two draws in 12 yeah. games? That's pretty insane. Now let's let's remember too at Christmas last year they were in first. They were in first. They didn't I have a funny thing I want to show you when we get to the halfway mark when we do our challenge. I want to show you. Um, some things and you're gonna you're gonna laugh at him like really that happens and uh really yeah um Wait, we'll, from last year you mean from last year's top four yeah, yeah nice so. all right anything else on this game while we wait for uh pho to write some stuff in the chat um no i mean not for me i guess frank's not even showing up in the chat look at the dedication it's atrocious <laughs> I'm, I'm disgusted <laughs> um <laughs> all right so, i you think want- what, Which what? team do you want to move on to next? You want to go Juventus or Napoli? You know what I really want to go to? I want to go to the Rome game. Because <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that game to me was so fun to watch. That was an excellent game to watch. So, uh, for those who don't know, uh, Venezia beat Rome 3-2. Um, Rome had the lead in this game. Yep. Venezia came back. Rome hasn't won a game in all competitions in seven, seven, the last seven matches. Yeah. Um, so they're obviously not playing well. Um, I went on the Reddit, um, the Rome Reddit. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like to look every once in a while and, you know, some fans panicking like crazy, like this shit has to stop. This is, you know, uh, enough is enough. When, when is the rebuild actually going to happen? We're always promised the same stuff. I just happened right in there. Are we just forgetting the fact that Venezia played extremely well? Like, we're just discrediting them? And I'm sure they didn't want to give them any credit. They didn't want to hear. People were giving me a crap. I was like, all right, do you watch the game? Like, And I was like, you know, upsets happen every week. And what some of the arguments were, they don't happen to, to Milan and Napoli. Okay, two teams on historic runs. That's that's going to be your argument that these those teams are legit on historic runs. Yeah, plus Venezia <laughs> is home and they're like playing decent. It's not like they're. You know, I mean, well, they got twelve points. They're not playing decent. They're they're three points out of regular relegation. They're not well, exactly. World did you leaders. expect more than that? No, but I will tell you, they're no walkover. I mean, if you look at this team, I watched this game very closely. I watched a few of their games. Um, Aramu, number 10 on their team. He's good. He's a quality player. He can, he's got skill on the ball. Um, Okareki, that guy is a poor man's boga. He's turning into boga. He's got that, he's got that switch that he can just turn on and make a crazy play. 
um, and just make something happen out of nothing. Caldara scoring goals, winning corner kicks, headers constantly. I was, was going to say shout out to Frank's boy, Caldara, with the goal, third minute. <laughs> also, Romero, that's not for like he's playing good. That was a good pickup in goal. Yeah, yeah. Romero, the signing. Yeah, free, free signing. There's some stuff in the chat that let's just see. Real. Parole is a slow typer. Uh, there was the conversation if you would keep Ibrahimovic uh, Ibra uh, for the entire game. Some say it was good to keep him for his stature. What about Jude? I agree with that on the going back to the to Milan game. I thought Ibra was kind of, you know, he wasn't in it a lot. He was just kind of moseying around, not running a lot. He did have the free kick, but I thought one of his subs could have. Um, could have been Ibra and put, yeah. put Giroud in. I kind of agree with that too, but I also understand, like, you know, he's tall. If we get a free kick, like, you know, maybe we get lucky, right? Like, yeah, I mean, he has his strengths. I just think he was he was not a, really a factor in the game. Yeah. Um, and then he probably says Mourinho has an excuse always, uh, even back go back with the Juventus game. I mean, yeah, Mourinho, he was not happy on the sidelines he's, losing that game. He's never happy. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, Buzio is what I was gonna say. So they have all they have these skilled players. They got a good goalie. You know, Caldara's hammering in all the corner kicks. And the you know, Rome can't cover a corner kick. Um, and then Buzio is so calm, controlling the entire game. You, you know what I like about Buzio? At one point, you see him essentially playing sweeper. He was and playing then, left back sweeper. Yeah. He was all over the place. And then at the end of the game, you see him attacking center mid. Yeah, like he's all over the place, and they want to get him the ball, which is good. And I like him; his game is good. Yeah, um, no, for sure. He just he's improving by the game. You know, you see you see him just getting more and more comfortable. Um, and and on both sides of the ball, his passes. You know, he's doing passes from from left back over the top to the left wing. That kid, um, Kain, was so good on the wing, so fast and so dangerous. Yeah. Like like I said, they have they have quality players, players that can. Hurt you if you're not taking this team seriously. No, and um, even Ampadu on loan, they got him. Like he's a yeah, and, and Padu, yeah, he's from what Chelsea or is he from? Yeah, Chelsea. He, yeah. His problem is he's too physical for this league. He gets a card every game. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Busio really is a classic midfield. I mean, I for me, I don't see Venencia keeping Busio after this year. Like I think a team's gonna come in and and buy him, and they're I, gonna get. They bought him for six million. They're gonna buy him. You know, for double, triple that, I think. <laughs> I hope not. I hope he stays, honestly. Well, unless if they stay up, I want him to stay. If, yeah. if they're going to go down, it's better if he leaves, obviously. Um, uh, Dom wrote in the chat, do you take Busio over McKenney? I don't know. That's that's a tough one. They, they different styles, different different players. Right now, I mean, if what if you're a Juventus, I could use a Busio in that midfield um, to go along with Locatelli. And, you know, for so that's probably more important to me. But McKenney has his strengths. I mean, his long throws, how good are those? Oh his his well, foul throws <laughs> every no, time. Does no one notice that in the world but us? He's throwing it like a football. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Parolo, uh, Pietro wants both. He wants Busio and McKenney. <laughs> All right. So that, that's the next Juventus vibe. Hey, but, Pietro, would you, how would you feel about uh, Locatelli, Busio, and Ramella midfield next year? No, you can't have that midfield. They're all too similar. No, I know. You know, Busio and Ravella are very similar. Yeah. So you can't really have both of them unless you're changing your formation. That would but be cool. That would be cool. Um, he wants two Americans on Juventus. Never thought that they would come. Yeah, right? Yeah. And he, yeah. I heard he also wants Alexei Lawless to take Nedbed's job. But that's just, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> 
Um, so anyway, this was – yes, Rome did have 27 shots, 10 on target. Yeah, they had their chances. But Venezia is up 3-2, and Bustio's putting crosses in, headers. Yeah. Uh, Patricio's making crazy saves at the, towards the end of the game. Like, they weren't even holding back. Yeah, two crazy saves. It was a good yeah. game. It was very entertaining. That would yeah, that I enjoyed that game a lot. And that was that the six thirty in the morning game? That was I think that was early, yeah. Yeah, it was I mean I woke up for it and I and I wasn't disappointed. It was a very interesting uh game. And like I said, Rome is in a tailspin. They're not doing well. And you're hearing it from now the fans, you know, online. Uh everyone is is, you know, they're not feeling it for you know, when they started the season, six, seven games undefeated, and everyone's like, this is the greatest thing ever. Um, Mourinho's the best. Uh, uh, Abraham's fantastic, which Abraham's not bad. He hit the post again. I mean, if that kid – I think he hit the post four times already this season. He would be, like, one of the top leading goal scorers if he can just put the ball in the net, you know, yeah. off those posts. Um, Pellegrini got hurt again. I don't think he's going to be joining the uh, qualifiers. Um, mm-hmm. And Mourinho went with the new lineup this time. He put three in the back only. He put Mancini, uh, Ibanez, and Kumbula in the middle. And clearly it didn't help because they gave up three goals. Um, yeah, you know, he's trying stuff. Yeah, I mean, he, he changed the formation up a little bit. It's just uh, it didn't work. I hope they turn it around because it's a better league when Rome is good, for sure. Yeah, I, I want them to do better. Um, yeah. Rebella to bring back in January. So. It's, so Pietro was mentioned that last time we saw him, he said there's rumors that they want to try to bring him back in January. I don't even I, listen. I'm for that as long as he's going to play. Yeah. You know, I'm assuming they're going to cut ties with Ramsey. We'll get into that, but like, if he's going to play, bring him back for sure. Quarter inch the other way, he would have missed completely. Yeah, yeah, I know that. You know, he hit the post. He hit the post. Whatever. Either way, but I'm saying he's he's had no luck in that in those situations. He's hit the post a lot. Yeah, not like our boy uh, Simeone. <laughs> Simeone's on fire. Uh, <laughs> so, Venezia beat uh, Rome for the first time in Serie A since 1999. It's pretty crazy. It's crazy. And that, that stadium, you know, it's a small, cute little stadium. Fans are packed. Uh, it was just – it was a good atmosphere. It was, it was a really nice uh, nice win for them. Yeah. It's, I'm happy for them. Mm-hmm. Um, you got anything else to say about that? No, I think that's that's enough on them, right? All right, now you picked uh, – what do we have? We have Napoli, Verona, or do you want to talk about Juventus, Fiorentina? It doesn't matter to me. All right, let's go to, let's go to the Napoli game. So, again, Napoli remain undefeated. Um, they did tie this game against Hellas Verona 1-1. Uh, Verona come out swinging again, um, you know, first on a Simeone – Goal, which was a, a nice – it was a, a scorer's finish, you know? That was a striker's goal, man. Yeah. To get there, get the, your foot there, and that was that was very nice. Not a lot of people can do that. What was the cross from Barak, right? Barak which, crossed, crossed up um, Rui on he top. He look like a middle school child. That <laughs> yeah. Was... <laughs> it was really poor defending on Rui's part. And then he crossed it, and Simeone, you know, inside the six-yard box, stuck his foot in. Put the ball home, and that's that's what you need from your striker. So what is that? That's nine goals for him in his last seven games. It, it's insane. That's it's insane. Who who would have thought the guy? I think he had six goals last season. Like he mm-hmm. couldn't buy a goal last year. You know, he's yeah. just never hitting the net. Now all he does is hit the net. It's great. I'm happy for. Him. Yeah. Um, nevertheless, Napoli come back, and really their only shot on target they score. And it, to be honest, Montipo he gets megged on on it on a Di Lorenzo shot, which. You know, it was 
it, it was, was a, a hard low shot, but I mean, it went right to his legs. It was difficult, but that being said, if that was Chesney, we would have be tearing him apart. Right yeah, now. yeah, for sure. If that was Chesney and went right to his legs, I'd be like, put in Perrine like yeah. ASAP. So um, I was a little disappointed in that. Um, but as, as Verona had a chance to uh, score a second goal with Barak. Yeah, Barak had a couple of chances. Barak is awesome. Like, he's turning into a really nice player. Well, listen, if you remember, Chris, I said this four or five years ago. When he was on Udinese, I was a huge fan of him and Balak. Balak, whatever his name was, which I don't even know what league is in. It was Balak and Barak, and I like both those players. And Barak stuck around. Balak, I don't know where he is, but he's a he's a quality player. Um, the chances he had were, I think, were on his weaker foot, were on his right foot. So he just couldn't get clean shots. I, he got the shots off. They just weren't clean, and they were kind of rollers to Ospina. Um, but yeah, they had more. They had chances. I think um, Osaman hit the post he did. too. So um, you know, it doesn't count as a shot on target, but it was it was a very good attempt. But um, who would know? Like who knows? Like two red cards at the end there. You know, if I know, right? Eleven, maybe they they win. So that was the funny part. But Bessa and Kalinic both get um, two yellow cards each. They were both they were both. Um, substituted in and they both get thrown out like immediately which is yeah ridiculous you know if i if i'm two or i'm getting pissed off that two of my subs are getting two yellow cards each yeah there was um a quote from tudor actually and he said the way his team is playing like i forget the context of it but he was saying he would not play like this if he was had a ronaldo on his team right like the way he plays well, so he he was saying that like the way the, the his intensity, the way what he demands, you can't do that with superstars like Ronaldo because yeah. they're they're not going to respond that way. When you have workers like Barack, Caprari, you know Simeone, these guys that have been, you know, they're not superstars. They want to become superstars. Like you you can motivate these guys with that kind of attitude. If you do that with Ronaldo, he's going to say fuck off. You know, <laughs> like he's yeah. not he's not going to. He's not going to be with that. So, um, was this the game? This was the game where Casale, I guess I don't know how to pronounce his name, got Di Lorenzo. Just <laughs> yeah, I mean, so that was more poor defending. I think we say that every week in in this league, the defending has become atrocious. Yeah. He got his foot. I mean, Di Lorenzo went like uh, you know, faked him out, went the other way, and he got his foot caught, and it looked like he broke his leg. Honestly, that's bad. how badly he fell the, over. The slow motion replay was like, oh boy, it, it was pretty funny, um, and it did lead, it led to a chance too for Napoli. Yeah, um, yeah, the, the defending is so bad in this league. It's it's they're lucky they have good goalkeepers because these goals would be eight, you know, seven, eight goals a game because you know these goalies really save yeah. save a lot. Mm -hmm. um, Osman, yeah, I, I said Dom. Osman hit the post um, uh, on, a, on a you know turnaround shot, which was, I mean, was a nice shot. He's dead. Like he's a threat all the time. He just got to for sure. Even the announcer was saying he's just so fast. He's so big. He's so strong. Like yeah. he's running so fast that like the rest of the team can't keep up with him. You know, like he's just. He's just on another level with his speed, and um, no, it's true. I mean, it's yeah. like you know, Insigne is not going to be able to run with him. As you know, it's like <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's that. Ronaldo saying this with Manchester. Yeah, I'm sure Ronaldo's giving issues over there in Manchester United. I Juventus isn't good. I don't miss Ronaldo. <laughs> I don't no, miss the drama. No. I don't miss any of that stuff. It's They're not very fortunate that someone took him. Honestly, very yeah. fortunate. Um, even yeah. So, but this game. Again, Napoli, 10 wins, two draws. If I'm any other team in the league, they only got one point, I'm happy with that. Yeah. 
You know, this wasn't even against a top seven team and they only got one point. I know Verona's playing very, very well in our solid team, but Napoli home against Verona, they're expecting three points. But you have to remember, Napoli didn't have Koulibaly. You know, he was suspended. Mm-hmm. Um, so Juan Jesus is playing in the back. You know, Rui next to Jesus isn't really a, you know, a thrilling the, combo there. It was like his first start in two years or something? Yeah, I mean, he was on Rome and um, – so they, like, exiled him. Yeah, Fonseca hated uh, uh, hated him, so he never played. Um, but that's a good result for Verona, man. On the road, tie, like, it's, that's good. Mm-hmm. You got to see if they can keep it up for a consistent consistent uh, time. You know, a month playing well, you got to see if you can turn that into a few months. Yeah. <laughs> for all for, 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 <laughs> all right. But, all right. In the chat, he's saying, oh, I told you about Verona. I, you're right. Verona has a good squad. We liked their squad last year, but they also had Juric. I told you at the season started, I said, Di Francesco's a putz. And he got <laughs> fired in three games. Now they have Tudor. Yeah. He kind of knows what he's doing, and they're playing much better. A hundred percent. with you. A hundred percent right. I was the biggest Verona fan last year. I was like their champion, saying they're one of my favorite teams to watch. You know, I really like their players. I like their coaching style, all that stuff. Then they lost three of their best players. Yeah. Then they hire a putz, like you said. Like, how can I think that they're going to do well? So, yeah, credit to Tudor. They still have quality players. They took a chance on Caprari. You know, they have Barak. They took a chance on Simeone. Um, Tameze was a good a good find. Um, they even got rid of Silvestri and put Montipo in there, who's, you know, not as good as Silvestri, but he's doing okay. No, but so, it, was a, it was a money move, and they really didn't get yeah. hurting from it. So, so I mean, from top to bottom, this team, like, if you're a Verona fan, you have to be very happy with with what you're getting out of them. I would be ecstatic. I, yeah, I would be thrilled. Thrilled with that, you know? Top 10 this far into the season and looking better and better. Um, on such a slow start. Yeah, I mean, that's great. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, 1-1 one, one draw. Uh, let's see if Simeone can score some more goals uh, next in two weeks. Let's see if we can catch up to Mobley. <laughs> um, do, uh, you want to go to the Juventus game? Yeah, Parola, get typing now so you can uh, start typing. Give us your thoughts because we're going to start talking and then I want to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this was a Saturday game, right? One nothing Juventus win over Fiorentina. Um, these two teams very close in the standing. So this was a huge game for both of them. Um, really quickly before you start. Well, they won one nothing, obviously, Juventus. But read that little thing on the bottom there. <laughs> Second time this season, Juventus didn't have a shot on target in the first half. It's disgusting. Right? I mean, how do you not get a shot on target? I don't know. I don't know. Rob Bell had one of the worst games I've ever seen. So, uh, okay, I'm glad you started with that because – the side of Sandro and Rabio together does not work. They're not good defensively. They're not good offensively. That yeah, is, I, I told you, Sandro runs like he's got shit in his pants. His shorts are too, <laughs> his shorts are too long. He just runs so slow. I, I can't stand it. I'm glad he. Adam, I'm, I'm sucks. He got hurt. I guess, but I'm glad yeah, he took him back. But I mean, but him with the combi- combination of Rabio over there is atrocious. It's so bad. They made Odriozola look like a stud, um, top fullback in the league. He's a decent young player. He's but- a young prospect who can't defend and had no trouble defending this week because he well, had no, no pressure. And then. 
they made him look so good going forward with his crosses and his, his uh, runs forward. Those guys suck so bad. Um, it, it's really frustrating to watch. I will say this. Give credit to Juventus. They pitched the first shutout in a while, right? Yeah, with, a couple of games, yeah. Yeah. And who's back at center? Who's back at center back over there? Rugani. <laughs> Rugani, which you had that wrong. It's not Bonucci. It should have been Delit. But Oh yeah, sorry. Um I think Frankie even texted us during this game and he said that Delit, he played an excellent game. And I think he knew that he had an absolute moron next to him. And he said, <laughs> Hey. I gotta shut Bobovich down because this guy's not gonna help me. Yeah, Delit. I mean, I think he had one of his strongest games. You're 100 percent right. He knew what was surrounding him. He's like, you know what? I have to go after this ball. I have to go after that ball. I have to do pretty much everything over here because I just, I just don't trust what's next to me. Even Rugati's first touch, that was just a giveaway to the team. And Delit just looked at him like, "What the hell?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was like such a telling sign. He's like, "Oh man, this is how the game's gonna go." All right, I need to get my game face on, and I need to, yeah. I need to get going on this. So, really quickly in chat, Pedro says the, uh, the question that the fans have is: Are Dabala, Keys, and Quadrado are they able to play together? And I think they can. I would love to see a top three, or or not top three. I like Quadrado right back, but they can all play together. Like, he's got to try it eventually. Well, so, well, you just said this Sandro and Rabio on that side is atrocious. Think of Quadrado and Chiesa on that side, how dangerous that could be. Like, I don't understand why he's not doing that. And that, for, for me, I love that he's playing Danilo. Danilo is very serviceable. Put him on the other side. Get yeah. Sandro out of there. What's the deal? Does he not have a left foot? Like, I don't get it. Uh, so he's played on the left side before. Put Sandro on the left side. I put uh, Danilo on the left side. And get Quadrado back in defense where he's been comfortable over the past few years. Get him next to Keza. You'll have so much danger down that wing. People would uh, be scared for sure. And Quadrado, I mean, Quadrado, he subbed in this game. And he made an impact out as he scored the goal. But even before the goal, you know, he was able to use some of his energy. Because he's been tired lately. He's played so much. His energy levels have been low. And he has, his performance hasn't been that good. But he's dangerous, right? Like, he he needs to – he should be playing a lot. <laughs> Uh, Rugani played good, and uh, Delit shows some of the critics that he's better than Bonucci and Cleaning. I agree. Well, I agree with that. We agree with the Delit part. You know, he. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, Rugani was okay. Rugani, but... yeah. I, I mean, I don't think Rugani was a, a world beater. You know, especially with with the ball. I thought he was very sketchy with the ball and nervous with the ball, and you could see whenever he had the ball that like he was feeling nervous. Yeah, for sure. And but you, did, he is right. Like on defense, you saw like when Bobic had the ball. And Delit wasn't there. He ran, like he knew. He was like, "This is my responsibility." Bonucci would have been ten yards off him and given him a shot from mm-hmm. you know the. 18th. I mean, just look last week against Simeone, where he yeah. dropped off twenty yards and let him let him shoot. Yeah, um, I will agree that I agree with that. Uh, speaking of Olovich, I mean, there's all these rumors and, and uh, you know discussions about him. He had a pretty poor game. You know, and that's the concern is, you know, when you're going up against a top defender, are you going to show up? Are you going to come through? And to me, he disappeared. Yeah, but we could say the same thing about Lukaku when he goes up against Kalini, right? Yeah, but, I mean, this guy was going against Rugani. Yeah, I know, I know. But um, he just – he did not have his best game. Uh, you know, I'll say that. Yeah. I think Morata needs to go. 
I mean, but if you look at Morata, I mean, he hustled. He he almost, you know, on Tarashami's first clear, he blocks it. He you know, he, he did have a nice uh, snapshot that was near post that was just wide. Yeah. You know, but he, he gets lost in the game and doesn't do things for huge spells, which is Listen, annoying. And, and the offsides. You, the offsides, are, I can't take. Me and you, actually, we love Morata. I love yeah. him. But, like, for me, let him go, get Bovich, and let's start from there. Yeah, I mean, Pietro's still on this Rugani kick. Yes, I agree. For his first game in like a year, he played very well for just stepping in for never getting any playing time. Because you remember, he was supposed to start the last game and he got sick or something, so he didn't. So, yes, Rugani, I'll give you your props. You played okay for someone who hasn't played in over a year or whatever the hell it's been. Um, no, but he, I still he, don't trust you. He, he is right, though, because you can't expect a lot more from him. It is his first game. Like, what do you yeah. want from the kid? Like... No, I, I okay. He he did okay. Um, McKenny, any thoughts on McKenny? The foul throws are disgusting and they make me sick. <laughs> he legit throws them. I know it's not a big deal, but like it's a clear advantage for Juventus, and it's a foul throw like that. That should yeah. not happen. I mean, I saw Parasitch do the same thing this weekend, so I can't really say that. You need just... to call that because it's literally turning throw-ins to the corner kicks. Yeah, and that's yeah. not. That's not right. Like, um, but I'm talking about his movement and his, um, you know, he he's continuing to to improve and, and move more and, and and get to the feel of things a lot more in these last few games, right? He's played a lot better. I like what I like about him is his willingness to just one touch pass, get the ball, he gives it back right away. One touch and move. Yeah, when and he's move. on, one touch and go forward. Yes. Um, I, so I like that because he's more willing to do that than most of the players on this team. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Morata, he said the Morata's, uh, the problem is he knows he's not the best. He knows this is not his best year. Yeah, and, and Morata's a big, a big part of his game is his psyche, his psyche and, and his confidence. And when he's not going good, he's really not going good. Yeah, he's streaky for sure. But I do love him. I, like, I love him as a player, he, you know. Yeah. Um, and McKenny, yeah, Pietro agrees. McKenny keeps on playing like this, you know, He'll be playing better. Um, one person we didn't mention, I mean, Chiesa's so dangerous, you know, in that second half especially. You know, he he was the guy who looked like he was going to put the ball in the back of the net to get the goal. You know, uh, drilling one off the post, you know, other snapshots that saved by Tereshano. Like, he was the most dangerous player on the field. And then in the end, Quadrado gets, to me, a cheap goal that and was... a, ter a, terrible, a terrible play by the goalie. Put it getting... this way. If, it was near post, near post on a shot that it was a terrible angle. It was off. If, if Dragowski was in that, that's not a goal. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah, it was defle slightly deflected. It was still how did that ball squeeze through there is beyond me. It shouldn't it shouldn't have went through. Um, so yeah, I, I think Chiesa was the most dynamic player going forward. Um, Locatelli was very, I, I thought he was good in controlling, in controlling in his quick passes and his covering, um, coming back. Uh, my real issues, to be honest, is that left side of the field. And when Pellegrini came in, he didn't really do much. He wasn't exactly, you know, thrilling me again. He's another guy who never plays, but that Rabio man, he, that I can't, was, I can't that watch was really, him anymore. I can't. Really bad game. But He's, my question is, all right, Rabio's not there. Who are you putting in? Bernadeschi. I'm putting Bernadeschi there instead of him. Or I, I flip Chiesa on the other side and I put Quadrado on that side. 
So I have or Kulisevsky. You know, I I can't see Rabio anymore. That he's playing out of position, first of all. He loves him for some reason. It's I not don't... his position. Yeah. So um he's just he's just not good. <laughs> yeah. So Pietro just said and we, what we were saying in the beginning, what Dan was saying, Sandro and Rabio on the same side, it's not it's, a good look. It's so bad. It's just it limits you so much and, and offensively and defensively. Like I could understand if they were not going to give up any goals on that side, but they get beat constantly. Rabio doesn't track back and Sandro sucks. So it's very frustrating, especially for Rabio because he's so physically gifted. Like he's huge. He's fast. He's strong. He should be doing a lot more than he mm-hmm. does. So it's yeah. definitely frustrating. So yeah, there's, there's an issue on that side. Uh, I know Kaze's better side is on the right side, so yes, I want to keep him there. But I mean, if my option is Rabio on that left side, maybe I want to put Kaze back over there on the left, and um, you know, maybe move Quadrado up on the on the right side because I, I can't I can't take that anymore. Yeah. Um, nevertheless, three points for Juventus. Gain two points on number one, number two, and number three seeds uh, uh, in the table. So for for that. It's a great week for them. Yeah. I, right. I mean, we didn't talk about the Champions League game, but you could say that that Champions League game was probably maybe their best game of the year. <laughs> oh, what, the 4-2 game against the net? Yeah, I mean, they yeah, played I mean, well, right? Yeah, they they were more offensive than we've seen them. Um, and we're going to go over the scores for the uh, for the Champions League and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, do you want, Dom, you want to throw up? Does anybody else have final comments about this game? I don't know if Pietro is still typing in the chat. No, I mean, we didn't mention anything major about Fiorentina. Uh, Fiorentina, I mean, what, what, are, what are we going to say about that? I mean, they, they did get a red card. So that, that was the other thing, right? That was dumb. Is a stupid – it was a second yellow that he got, right? Yeah. So for that, I mean – they're down to 10 men for the last 17 minutes of the game. And then Juventus waits until the 91st minute score, which was like, man, if they wouldn't have got the goal there, that would have been a really bad tie for them. Yeah. Right. When you're up for 20 minutes a man. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. yeah we don't, I mean, we can move on from this game. Yeah. Uh, Dom, do you want to throw up the scores for the rest of the games? And we'll talk about them briefly. All right, so round 12, just to go through the rest of them. You had Empoli versus Genoa, 2-2 draw. Um, Genoa fired their coach, Belladini, right? Yes. Um, we saw that coming, though. He got fired for the fourth fourth time by them. Um, <laughs> and they hired Shevchenko. Yes. Which is awesome. I think that's so cool. So his last job was Ukraine national team, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, producer Dom just said, is he a Bond villain? <laughs> so, I mean, he's got history in the league. Um, I think it'll be cool to see see what he can do. I mean, that team is not good, so he's got a lot of work. Uh, they're, yeah. they're really bad. I mean, they love him in Italy, though, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, he's got that He's got that in his favor. You know, anything's got to be better than what they have. And he's got a week off to practice with the team. I feel like I read something. I, I don't know if it was Bellardini, uh, but they said like he never finished a full season with the same team or something. The guy gets fired constantly. He's terrible. Yeah. yeah. 
uh, Ballardino was the coach that saved Genoa about two or three times. Yes, I know, but he's also been fired by them four times. Yeah, like the guy is constantly changing he's just teams. Always on their payroll, so they're like, "Hey, come back! Like, yeah. stop playing hey, we're, toilets we're, and we're paying you. Why don't you come come on the sideline for a few weeks?" Yeah. Sure. Um, Spezio Torino. Spezio won one nothing. Um, this is a bad result for Torino. Uh, what was the guy's name? Sala, the guy that scored. Yeah, that was a good goal. A blast from the outside where um, uh, Milinkovic didn't really have a chance, and he's a huge goalie, and he yeah. dove his furthest, and it was just a blast past him. It was yeah, a very, very nice goal. That's a bad result for Torino. That is. Um, Moto getting a win, good for him. Because he was looking, and he dangerous. was so happy. He's looking at the clock in the 90th minute. He's like, "Come on, blow the whistle!" Yeah, he's he's into it. At least you got to give him that. Um, Kaidi won Atalanta two. Um, Kaidi had some chances. Atalanta Zapata played pretty well. Um, had multiple multiple chances. Put one in. Um, this game, I think uh, Pasalic had the other goal. Uh, yeah. Jao Pedro, the really the only redeeming quality of Kaidi scored a goal. Um, I mean, I shouldn't say that they have other skilled players. Uh, their roster's not terrible, man. Yeah, um, he's the one. Mazzari's the coach, right? Yeah, he's a punk. So if they're ever gonna make a movie on Mazzari, Alec Baldwin will play him. Just yes. telling you right now, they're they're freaking twins. Look it uh, up, producer Don. Yeah, look look who up if you don't know what he looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Just type it, in their coach. Yeah, type in uh, Kaidi <laughs> coach. Uh, Samp one, Bologna two. Samp Diversa, I think he's on the way out. I didn't realize it, but like we'll look at the standings. They have nine points. They're 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 in relegation, they're right, in now. relegation right now. They they're in such a um, such a funk right now, such a losing streak. And and the problem is they can't stop anyone. They just yeah. keep letting in goals, goal after goal after goal. And this is with Odero making crazy saves during this game. He's played good. Oh, no. He hasn't, he hasn't played good. He's had some questionable games. He's but a good goalie. this week, he played great. He had really good saves. So this game could have been four or five goals for Bologna. Um, take that back. That's an ex-Juventus, man. Come on. I'm just saying. This season, he played better last season. This season, he hasn't been as good. Um. So, good win for Bologna. Uh, we love Mihailovic, so we like when they win. Mm-hmm. Um, Udinese, three. Sassuolo, two. I didn't see Surprise, Surprising result for you? Yeah. I, I mean, Udinese is home, and they're not terrible, but, yeah, I, I think Sassuolo. Sassuolo had the lead, actually, in this game. Yeah. 2-1, and then Udinese came back. Um, those are two, you know, two decent teams, and I you see those games either way. Yeah. Fertesi scored again, by the way. He's quickly becoming one of my favorite midfielders. He's good. Um, I thought he should have been called up with these injuries. They called up Cataldi, and they should have called up Fertesi. Yeah, Cataldi doesn't barely plays for lots. I don't understand. I mean, I like I like Cataldi, but I would have called up Fertesi. Um, Lazio 3, Salernitana 0. Oh, wait, uh, really quickly going back, I heard a yeah. quote, Mancini's begging the Italian teams to play some young players. <laughs> like, he wants the Italian young guys to play, so he has some options. Oh, that's good. I mean, I don't have to listen to him, but, um, you know, he, he – yeah, I mean, that's his – he put the picture of him on the corner. That's right? Alec Baldwin. No, I mean, Alec Baldwin has to play him, right, in a movie about his life. A hundred percent. Every time I see him on the sideline, I'm like, the hell is Alec Baldwin doing here? <laughs> 
Well, it won't be for much longer, I don't think. So. Yeah, I mean, he's he came in already from a fire coach. He should be getting fired pretty soon too. So uh, they're they're bad, and they went and retreat too this past week. And it worked worked out beautifully for them. Um, Lazio three, Salernitana zero. Amoble became the all-time leading goal scorer for the team, 160 goals. Um, also, I think I read a stat where. Um, he is the first to score 10 goals in the league for the sixth time in a season. So six seasons, he's the quickest of 10 not, goals. Not in a row, right? Just not four. in a row, I don't think, but six total, yeah, which is pretty impressive. I believe it. I mean, he's – Again, I, I don't put a lot to it because, again, I, the penalty kicks are just – they kill me in this league, and there's a lot of goals with penalty kicks, but mm -hmm. the guy's a goal scorer, so um, good for him. And then we talked about Napoli. We talked about Milan. Um, we talked about those games. And then the little uh, stat at the bottom there, Rome is zero wins in the last seven games, uh, all competitions. That's they're, crazy. That's they're, crazy. And yeah, really so bad. So really quickly, that team in the conference league that they lost and tied to, there's a rumor that I haven't, I didn't see the game, but they really like the forward on that team, and they're trying to get him for the winter now. <laughs> Who is Rome? Yeah, Rome likes the forward. I don't even know his name. I got to look into they're, it. They're trying to steal the competition? I don't know. <laughs> By the competition. All right. Um, well, speaking of the, the leagues and the tournaments, why don't we go to those fixtures? We'll quickly recap them. We're not going to go over. Um, we're not going to go into them in great detail, but we'll we'll go over the results and then we'll throw the groups up. Um, so we had in the uh, Champions League, you had Adelante to Manchester United too. If you didn't see this game, Ronaldo had two goals. Um, he scored in like the 92nd minute again, you know. Um, beautiful shot on the outside, one timer. It was pretty. It was, it was a nice shot. You got to give the guy credit. Yeah, he 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 salvaged a point for that team, and he's done that so many times in his career. So um, yeah, good result for them. I'd a lot. It would have been great if they can get three points out of that game. Didn't work out. Mm -hmm. uh, Juventus pretty much dominated. Um, Zanet. Am I saying that right? Zanet. 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 Yeah. Um, you know, it was four nothing, and then they got two late goals. Um, but Juventus. They looked very strong uh, attacking in that game. No, they played well. For sure. Yeah. Uh, Milan finally got a point, 1-1 uh, draw to Porto, but that leaves them with one point after four games. So Yeah, and I don't – They're not remember, technically out of it. Yeah, but if I remember, they didn't play well during that game. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I was working, so I, I, I don't know. Um, but they did get their first point. And then Inter beat Sheriff Terraspol, Terraspol Sheriff or whatever. Um yeah, three one. Um, and I didn't. To be honest, sheriff could not arrest Inter. <laughs> what a joke by Pietro right there. So that's this guy, right. this guy, he's all over it. Um, so Inter beat them twice. Uh, so he probably saw that in like a forum and was like, "Oh, I'm gonna share this." <laughs> that's good. I'm gonna. I, I got that one. I'm stealing it. Uh, Europa League. You had Napoli beat Legia Warsaw. I think they were losing this game one nothing. Actually, that they first were. half. I watched the first half. Actually, they were playing really bad. Then I turned it off. And they scored four goals. So um, <laughs> I fell asleep. I fell asleep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Lazio tied Marseille 2 2. And then you had uh, the Conference League after Rome lost 6 1 to Bode Glimt. Bode Glimt, they tie him now 2 2. Um, so, yeah. uh, anyway, those are the tournament um, results from this past week. Dom, if you want to throw up the Champions League group so we can see. Uh, here, here you have it. You have um, in Milan's group, so you have Liverpool with 12 points, Atletico with five, Porto with four, 
Milan with one, which tech, technically they're not out of I it, though, Chris. They're still mathematically in it. Yeah, because yeah. there's two games left, right? But they play Liverpool and Athletic. <laughs> Athletic yeah. Madrid. So they're basically out of it. It's, it's still nuts, though, that they're not. I mean, they're still shooting for third, I would assume, to get into the Euros, right? Do you think they are, though? Like, if they want to concentrate, that's the thing there. You have, so we, we can shoot for third and play Europa League, or we can get knocked out of that and concentrate on the league, which they would really want to win the league title. I don't know. I, I feel like we always say that, but it's like teams don't go out there and try to lose. And what we don't realize is there's so much money involved. Like to get yeah. a win and to get into that tournament, like it definitely helps. Yeah. So. But but I'm saying as far as Pioli setting these games up, you know, is yeah. he going to, you know, maybe play some bench players during these games because he bit. knows like I don't really have a shot or I don't really care if I'm making the Europa League. I really, really want to concentrate on the weekend kind maybe. of thing. Maybe. So um, it'll be interesting to see how they play that if they really shoot for that third spot. Yeah. Um. Inter's group, you have Real Madrid with nine points, Inter with seven, Sheriff with six, and Shakhtar with our boy Deserby one point. That's disappointing. Um, yeah, they got. I mean, they have. They should make it out of that group. Uh, you have Atalanta's group. You have Manchester United seven, Villarreal seven, Atalanta five, and then Young Boys with three. Atalanta's got to be careful. They're blowing this, man. They Money. can easily be in first in this group. Yeah, I mean they have young boys in Villarreal left, so yeah, um, be careful. If they can they can get four points out of that. They should be, they should be okay. Uh, and then you have Juventus has already clinched. They're they're um, one of the spots. They have twelve. Chelsea with nine. Zenit three, and Malmo with zero. Yeah, and they and they're going to be trying to get a win every game because they need the money. If you get a win, you get money. So yeah, I mean they, it also helps to get the one seed. You know you want to. You hope you hope that it would break for you a little bit better if you got that one seed. Yeah. Um, so those are the groups. Tom, do we have any more slides? Maybe just the standings. I think. Oh, standings, predictions. Yeah, yeah. Let's do all that. Yeah, do the table. We'll look at the table. So, no real movement other than Atalanta jumping into the top four. So you have Napoli thirty-two, Milan thirty-two, still tied at top. Yeah, Inter only get one point, so they're 25. Adelant jump up top four, 20, uh, 22 points. Lazio, 21. Rome are dipping, right? They can't win anything, 19 points. And then you have uh, Fiorentina, Juventus, Bologna, all with 18 points. And check out Bologna, 18 points. That's, that's great. That's crazy. They were, they were struggling. <laughs> I know. Yeah, right. Like, they, they've been inconsistent, but yet they're in. they're tied for seventh place, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, Verona still going strong, 16th. On the on the right side, I mean, Samp, Salernitana, Kaidi, all those teams are looking atrocious. They're looking really bad. Like, for Genoa not to be in the bottom three, how is that possible? Look right? at the goal differential by Samp. What the hell is going on? They there? can't stop anyone. I'm telling you, they let up like three, four goals a game. It's really, really bad. Minus, Minus 14. 14 goals for, for Samp. That's crazy. Um, not good. So that's why I'm saying uh, the verse. I mean, if he's not fired this week, he's getting fired soon. Um, yeah, for sure. And you would think he would get fired this week because they have a week off. So a new coach would be able to come in and practice with them and have extra time to prepare. Um, I mean, if I was an owner and I was going to fire my coach, I would do it now. Uh, but I, would, I haven't heard anything that he has been fired. So, yeah. 
Um, Tom, throw up. So let's go to our predictions because Pietro, let's look at this. He got three picks right this week. Three picks. Three picks right. He got the Juventus game right. He got the Napoli game right. He got the Milan game right. So he went from five points to eight points. Uh, all in one, one week. That being said, he still sucks. And um, he's way behind. Eight, eight total points. He's got. Eight total points out of, I think, a possible 44 or something. <laughs> it's really bad. Um, I picked up two points. Uh, Frank picked up one point. I didn't and, get anything. And Chris, you got absolutely this, nothing right. This was a tough week, though, for sure. Well, not according to Pietro. He got up three right. Um, so I'm only 19. Chris has 17. Frank has 15. And Pietro has eight points. And, yes, we, we do these picks every week. We usually pick four games. We each select a game, and then we, we do our predictions, and we yeah. go. No games this week because of international break, so we'll yeah. continue we'll, that next week. We'll continue it next week when the round 13. And and we got big games round 13, too, because I think Juventus, you know, Pietro wrote it in chat. I think uh, Juventus plays Lazio, so that should be a fun one. Um, yeah, do the Italy call-ups real quick. Um, even though some has changed, so I made the slide yesterday, and then there were some injuries. So, like, Pellegrini's not in. He he was called out, um, and somebody else got hurt, too. Um, I'm not remembering. Zaniolo, I think? Yes, he's out. So, Cataldo and Piscina got called up in the midfield with Pellegrini and Zaniolo taken out. Yeah. So, for me, the, the person I wanted to see, like I said, is Fratezzi. I wanted to see him in the midfield um, getting a chance. Well, they're giving a chance to uh, Pobega. Pobega, yeah, I mean, Pobega. Uh, Fratezzi is better than Pobega. Pobega Listen, I like him I'd rather see Fratezzi too, but for some reason, Bernadeschi, I don't know. He's just <laughs> always on the team. Bernadeschi never... will log in. Like, he'll log in. Uh, 120 minutes of these two games. <laughs> he's he's going to play nonstop. Um, yeah, I mean, there's no real surprises um, from this list. It's the pretty standard, you know, forwards, defenders, and attackers, uh, midfielders. I mean, there's there's nothing really that's changed. Yeah, it is. And I don't know. For me to see people like Belote, who's, I don't know. Like, he doesn't deserve to be there right now. I get why he's there, right? But I don't think he deserves I mean, him. what are you saying? You want Skamaka there instead of Belote? I mean, why not? Even if he doesn't play, at least he's with the team and he's learning, right? But, yeah, I don't know. We have Bonucci and Kalini that we rest with Fiorentina. I don't oh, think he... I don't think Bonucci and Kalini are going to play in these I games. I think they'll play in at least one of them. I don't know, maybe. I like that Calabria was called up. I really want to see him play, though. Like, I don't want to see him rot on the bench. I want to see him get at least one game. He should be starting every. I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't want to see Di Lorenzo. Um, I mean, he can play one game. That's fine. But I, I want to see, um, uh, you know, if I see Baragi playing over some someone else, I'm gonna be pissed. I want to see Calabria in there. <laughs> and, uh, yes. So Italy has two. These games actually count to the World Cup qualifying game. So I think on Friday they play against Switzerland, which is a huge game. Yeah, because those are those are the one and two seeds in the group, I think, right? They're tied right now, yeah. They're tied. And then they play Sunday, Monday. Monday they play against Northern Ireland. Um so these games actually count and they need to they need to show up, they need to perform. Um if you had a prediction, Chris, how many points would you say they get out of these games? 
Um, six. Yeah. 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 I say six too. I. I mean, I know Switzerland's not terrible, but and it's it's a huge game. But I, I'm going to say six points for them too. I, I, believe, I believe in them. Me too. I love this team. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot a lot to like about this Italy team. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Anything in chat? Um, Dom says four points for Italy over these two games. Okay. Uh, these games are on ESPN Plus, I believe, too, by the way. Yeah, they usually uh, are. So if you are looking for them, they should be on there. Maybe even ESPN2, depending on which game. Sometimes I actually think the, the Italy-Switzerland game is ESPN2, I think. Yeah. Um, all right. Anything else that we need to go over? No, I think we're good. No, this was fun. Yeah, I mean, God, it was so nice to be able to talk calmly and, and, and hear each other and respect each other's opinions and all that. It was awesome. <laughs> you're right <laughs> I have nothing to add so uh, Chris you want to plug our uh, our Twitch because we got things going on this week yeah so for those people that are interested in Football Manager um, 2022 it did come out this week or the beta has been out but we're actually going to start streaming at some point this week, maybe not tomorrow, but I think maybe Wednesday. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why not tomorrow? Tomorrow we got plans. We have You don't know. We have plans we have to do. So what maybe, the hell? Maybe maybe tomorrow. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, not tomorrow. Sorry. So we'll do Wednesday. I think I've settled in on Venencia as my team. Going to go for it? Yeah, I mean, I put Empoli as my team, but I don't know if I want to stick with that. I got to I gotta check. But um, last season, we played about 12 seasons. Chris did pretty well. I did not. Um, as a swallow. Yes. But we'll see. We'll see. I think we're both getting tired this year, though. Yeah. So we'll see. We're going to start that Wednesday. Um, yeah. So if you're bored, come in, chat. We'll talk yeah. soccer. Um, like, subscribe. Uh, we got Twitter. We got Instagram. We got YouTube. We got Twitch. We're on every podcast format that you can think of. I think uh, our producer has an OnlyFans. I'm not sure, though. Yeah. It's strictly feet, though. Remember, we talked about that. <laughs> Our sponsors, we had no sponsors this week because Frank wasn't here, so that's a shame. Hopefully next week we have the host actually show up. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It is what it is. All right. Take it easy. Yeah.